These are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are Mighty Deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I'll be your judge for this session. Joining me around the table are... Jason, who's playing Nigel, the dwarven cleric. Um, Michael, also called Sully, playing Albert, the elf. Luke, playing Ibromovich, the barbarian. Carl, playing Arena, the sentinel. All right, so as this episode starts, we're back in the village of Barovia. We're behind the church where there is this um, graveyard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's the middle of the day, and the sun is fully shining. The first time it's, it's shown brightly on the, on the town, you know, in generations, right? And the camera shows um, this graveyard, right? And the camera starts on this line of tombstones. And um, some of them clearly are just a, a marker with no body there. You know, and some of them are freshly dug graves and you see all these names and stuff and the camera pulls back and there are you guys, uh, our our adventurers and a bunch of townspeople and stuff. And then the camera comes around and um, so you guys remember Father Donovich, right? Mm -hmm. So he has stepped down as high priest. Heck yeah, he has. (laughs) He has stepped down as high priest of Justitia. And Brother Ham's, who was one of his two acolytes that sworn to silence mm-hmm. has taken over, is now wearing the vestments of the high priest and father Donovich is now elder Donovich. And he's standing by, you know, and brother hams, father hams is uh, standing there and he's, he's got his vestments on. He's got his book, his holy book of justicia. He kind of gazes at all of the tombstones and he looks deeply into the eyes of all the people in the audience. And he says, Sawo, Sawo is what brings us here today. Thought he'd have the loss accent. of so many, including our beloved Burgermeister, Koyan Indirovich, the brave outsider, Rudolf Van Witten, Inspector Kemp, Ismark, Ingrid, Helf Halfson, Johan Van Generico, and... The West. <laughs> like the first season of Gilligan's Island where they didn't name everybody. They just said, and the rest. He's like, yes. and the West. The rest. So the camera pulls back through the, through the, uh, through the leaves of the tree as, as Father Hams gives his eulogy for all the people who lost their lives, all the villagers, the brave outsiders who lost their lives to destroy Strahd von Zarovich, right? So then Fade... Now we're inside the Blood of the Vine Tavern, right? And there's a somewhat subdued, practically everybody is there, you know, and there's a somewhat subdued sort of reception kind of thing going on. Um, everybody's eating pfeffer and borscht mm. uh, and drinking toasts of plum wine. 
Body shots on the dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of. It's not that kind of party, man. Cool it. Cool it. Not that, that kind of party. Um, the bar is tended by Bull Haverson and his daughter Morgan. Uh, the Barovia soul bard and storyteller Lorelei is entertaining the crowd and, and beginning to compose a ballad about the destruction of Strahd. Uh, the camera pulls around and there's Mad Mary with Gertruda, right? And she's got her daughter and they're sitting there um, not acting crazy and, oh. and, you know, talking to some of their friends. And then the camera pulls around to Bill Drath, the, the guy who owns the mercantile. Right. He is full sobbing. He's sobbing and he's <laughs> pouring out one for old Algernon. Oh, you know, and he's like, that's sweet. Uh, that's I know, sweet. I know. It's, I always gave him a hard time and he, he was such a thorn in my side. But now that he's gone, I just didn't realize how much the little sod meant to me. And he takes another drink of plum wine. <laughs> so what uh, business do you guys want to conduct in the village of Barovia uh, at this Moment. I will say, I always thought hams would have a deeper voice. <laughs> a deeper voice? I was a little disappointed. He knows I have a rather big chest. Do you yes, think that yes. that air, would, that, that sound would vibrate through his chest? Yeah, and I totally, I totally cast bigger. the guy who played uh, Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh-huh. that big wrestler guy. Bautista. I totally passed, cast him, and then he's like, Sawo. Sawo. Yeah. 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 That, that was a little weird. So then the camera pans down to Abramovich, who's paying his respects in the graveyard, and he's, you know, dusting off the tombstone of old Johann von Generico. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. And he looks out past the gravestones into the forest, and he says, For the first time, we're finally free. My hatred is no more, but I will vanquish this world of evil. And he just prays to Krom and promises <laughs> to rid the world. Of awesome. All, of all things entrapping people and evil spirits. Awesome. Okay. So... What else? What else are you guys thinking about doing before? Okay, you so leave I, town? Irina's been busy having to take over as Burgermeisterine, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's been going all over the place, helping people out, doing whatever she can, um, making sure that everything, everything, and everyone is is taken care of in the city, right? As right. is her responsibility as Burgermeisterine, right? Everybody kind of um, just naturally sort of turns to Irina for leadership in this time. You know, there's right. no, like, nothing is really said. It's just everybody's like, Irina, what do you think we should do about the gravestones? What do you think we should do about this? What do you think we should do about that? You know what I mean? And during all of that, she's thinking to herself, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> I, I, we've been stuck in this town for so long, and it wouldn't do, it wouldn't be just to the people who passed during this adventure for me not to take advantage of being able to go out and live my life. Uh, so you, you're want to, you want to memorialize them by not strapping yourself down to this job. You want to go out and live. Right. But she doesn't feel like she can do that right now because someone has to be there to help. Lead take the right. Okay. Right. Someone right. has to be there to help. So in the meantime of her going around and, and doing all of these responsibilities, Burgermeister, Meisterine, she has taken under her wing, I want to say Gertruda, because she would have wanted someone who she could trust, and she would have wanted someone who she who had been through what they had been through. So she uh-huh. would have chosen one of the zero-level characters. Oh, like Werner? 
Like Werner, yes. Uh huh. The tax collector. <laughs> you gotta say, you gotta use words. He was like, the one that did the f- f- killing blow on straw. He's, I mean, that's funny. He yeah. did. He did brain him. What's Please. his name? Miletto. Miletto. Take him. <laughs> Take him. Um, He's yours. But so she she's kind of set it up at this point as they're basically doing the the job of making sure everything is running smoothly. Uh-huh. But there is essentially a network of people who now other people can rely on to help take care of the town. So like a town council village. More council or less. Kind of yes. OK. She's right. kind of set up that that to do that in her stead. Because okay. she's preparing to leave. Okay, I like yeah. it. I like it. What were you going to say? Well, that's, I was thinking that you know Werner is ready to settle down. He's done. I mean that that was an adventure. That adventure is going to last him the rest of his life. You know, he's like he's like I'm good. I'm good. This has been a very good uh, good to try. I, I like what I've done, and you know, I'm thinking I'm ready to find a nice you know Fraulein and settle <laughs> down and become a husband and a father. Let me introduce you to Gertrude over here. <laughs> Go old Gertie. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I noticed you are alone, Gertrude, your mother. You I know. I noticed you. She's like. Have, she's like. 17. Do not have a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is this is all fine with me. If you would like to one day maybe go out for a, a pizza or something together, we can. <laughs> Be careful. She's Just a biker. Discover no, what no, pizza no, no. is. She's like, listen, you've listen, hon. You've got to say, you've got to say some traditional German. We can have dish. some spatula with some strudel. There you go. And uh, yeah. have sauerkraut, a nice first. My mother has a great recipe for sauerkraut. I still have it. She's passed away, obviously, but <laughs> I can make some sauerkraut. It would be fantastic. You would best you've ever had. It was fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. What were you saying, Luke? Nigel um, will pull him aside. Miletto's also like, ready to careful. settle down. Be careful. She's a, a biter. <laughs> Don't let her go for He's the a name. part of the network, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The town council. He's running for town council. He's okay. He's, yeah. And he was, oh, he was an orphan before? Yep. Okay. All right. All right. So as you, so, so um, Irina is kind of talking to. Uh, some of these members that she thinks would make good town council mm-hmm. kind of kind of thing. Abramovich is having a couple drinks uh, and talking to people about the might of Krom. Mm, um, and Father Hams and Elver Do- Elder Donovich come over to Nigel and Albert, right? Mm. And um, we're doing body shots off each other. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, is that? Is Irina, that a, Irina gave you a special. They got this really close friendship I'm, through this whole. Irina, but I mean, this is ceremony. a ceremony. It's kind of a. It's. I'm not saying whether. Oh, it's oh, 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 this is an Irish week. Irina. Irina did a. You know, apologies to our I'm Irish listeners because I'm. You know, apologies to all our listeners. Irina did a special gift of a of a embroidered razor that she gave to him in case this happened. Nice. She knew. She was furry. like, this is going to happen. <laughs> okay. So you guys are, they come up uh, to talk to you. And um, Elder Donovich isn't really saying anything. It's mostly Father Hams. He's still you super have done, pissed that we killed his son. All right. right. You, have, you, have, you have done Bawovia, a service for which we are eternally grateful. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've done what now for who? Barovia. I don't know. For who again? Uh, he is saying that we have done a great service to Barovia. Yeah, that's oh. what I said. Uh, oh, um, okay, sorry. The future of Barovia. Who? Is, <laughs> is going to be left in the capable hands of the town council and myself. Many 
have felt trapped here for generations and wish to leave. So people will be immigrating. But I'm sorry, what was that last word? <laughs> um, he is saying that they will be leaving town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. wait, you just say to find other places to live. You just could have said they were um, immigrating. Emigrating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, immigrating. Emigrating. I'm sorry, what was that? So <laughs> there are people here who are dealing is there with a translator in the house. <laughs> With with feelings of regret and remorse, <laughs> I give up. I need more and, shots and need to move on. Why do they chitter so? But those of us who remain will have to uh, defend this town. We wish to rebuild the sanctity of the temple. We wish to rebuild. And uh, he is asking us. Ever so kindly for the statue of Saint Markovia, I yes. do believe we wish to sanctify the oh. the temple with the icon that was once there. Well, we have this old dwarven legacy that goes finders keepers, losers piss off. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says no. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh, we feel like you should have well, this. Well, that is what he said. And my friend here, listen, Nigel, I think it's very kind that we need, we need to give it to them. It is theirs, after all, I do believe. That is what Hafsen hey, said when he took know. it from the temple up at the castle. He said, I think this goes back down to the town. And in honor of that, I think we should give this over to them for Hafsen's sake. And he places it. I don't know. And he places it on the bar. even come up. He places it up, and he chose not. He places it on the bar next to them and says, "I'll take it there with." Yeah. With he honor. says, "You've done the white thing. <laughs> I've done the, the correct thing too." All right, so you guys give him. Yes, I do. The yeah. icon of Saint Markovia, indeed. And now, what do you guys do? Yes. I mean, <clears throat> kill him. You guys. Um, so you guys would know. Not much beyond the borders of Barovia would be known to you guys. Just what outsiders have told you and stuff. Right. You know, there, there's basically two ways out of sort of the valley of Barovia, the east and the west directions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys don't really know what's supposed to lie to the east. It's mm-hmm. supposed to just go off and in further into the forest. To the west, you can reach a town that would be the, le- the next stop to Molgnar. Molgnar is a is a major city. This is where von Zarevich came from. Yeah. Uh, this is where Esmeralda. Esmeralda came from. It's a major city outside of Barovia. Um, and there's just this little town called like Edge Hill that is supposed to be not far beyond the mists, you know, which hopefully now have dissipated. Mm-hmm. So do you guys want to buy anything? Do you guys want you guys have money now? Do well, you yes. Want- um, Albert is definitely wants some kind of armor that he can wear. You said the name of the town was Mul Mlergnar. <clears throat> Mlergnar. Mlergnar. <laughs> you said it was a big town? It is it, yeah. Okay. You guys would know, I mean, you can't really buy weapons in, in Barovia. Right. And you're certainly not gonna be able to buy any armor. Like even some like wolf leather. Oh, you could, yeah, leather armor would probably, like hide be, would probably or be doable. Yeah. That I could wear because I can't wear armor anyway, or I can't wear metal armor anyway. Yes. So can I wear you, armor at all? Or is that going to affect the spell cast? Leather. Well, you can see here. You see the check yeah, penalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So leather would give you like a negative one check penalty. Padded would not give you a check penalty. You can also use a shield since you're wielding a one-handed sword and have two arms. 
So obviously Abramovich has put on this badass suit of black plate mail armor, yeah. right? With the helmet and everything else. He took off the one arm because Abramovich is a one-armed barbarian. Yeah. So, so Abramovich is not coming back to Barovia. This, this place is cursed to him. He's done here. Um, so he's going to just donate his butcher shop to be made into like a town hall or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. going to buy a horse and he's going to, uh, if the party agrees with him, he's going to go to, hopefully, he's he's voting for this larger city that you mentioned. Right. So you would go to Edge Hill first and sure. then. Yeah. So Irina, are you, what are you doing with the castle up there? Strahd's castle. You're going to make that your new home. That could be the Burgermeister. Burgermeister. Meistering. No, I'm not staying. I don't care what happens to that castle. Okay, did we? Did we go back through? Yeah, the like, castle? did we even kill Escher? Is he dead? Uh, Escher, yeah, Escher was destroyed. The castle is definitely still haunted. I mean, it's still a a fell place. But you actually destroyed the vampires' coffins and and so on and so forth. But it's still kind of a evil place. So no one should live there. Yeah, definitely. I mean... I say we make a home there, like a home base. People in the town are like, purify it with fire and never go back up there again. They still have... That, that werewolf is still there. I feel like we should let him out. No. I feel like Arena would have probably... We would have gone up there and purified it as much as possible and then sort of just locked it up. Well, I say we uh, go to the, the woods. Just go deeper into the woods. I hear there are elves in there. We could find I mean, an elf kingdom to <laughs> raid. How much gold do you have? Um, unless you allowed us to go back and get the rest of it, we each have 62 gold and 125 silver. Okay. Something like that, yeah. Okay, so you can't afford a war horse. I, okay. But I got a war pony. We, no. We can't? You want to keep the pony? I, I keep the pony. I have... I have it uh, is uh, large enough for me to sit on it. I have leather studded I armor. I got I never stubby put legs. On. Makes it hard to move. I need to get rid of it. Thank you. I have three bastard swords sitting So, what do you guys do? Uh, I think we should go to the west, the big city. Oh, bright lights, big cities. I think we should go to the big city, but I also think we should act as a sort of guard to any townsfolk who want to go to the big city. I agree. I changed my mind. I'm not going to donate my house because I kind of want a warhorse and I'm poor. How much could I sell my house for? Oh, you want to sell your butcher business? Yeah. Uh, you can sell it for one warhorse. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Yes, Sully. Sold. How much experience did we get for successfully oh, yeah. so, killing a vampire? That's a good question. Does that come with a riding? Was that, does that come yes, with it a comes with the, ho- the saddle and, ev- and everything. Great. Okay. Okay. So, everybody gets three points of permanent luck. For freeing the village of Barovia. Are you serious? Yes. Holy. Everybody gets three points of permanent luck for freeing the village of Barovia from the Curse of Strahd. 17 is plus two, right? Yes, it is. So defeating Escher, it was two experience points. Defeating the Black Knight was two experience points. And destroying Strahd was three. How do you get 22? Seven. This is my nightmare right here. Because there's like six first level adventures I really want to run. <laughs> and it's like, okay. you guys are going to be second level before. That's why I was having the, the people online vote. Follow us on Mighty Deeds Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And like us on Facebook at Mighty Deeds. 
Um, dirt cheap. So that you can uh, vote in these polls and stuff. But we're only, I'm only going to be able to put you guys to like maybe two more adventures and you guys are going to be second level. Just modded. I could, but there's a bunch of second level adventures ah, I want to run. Yeah. You see? It's, it's, it's a constant uphill battle. I say we go uh, to that little village. You I, know I what? To care. the west? Yeah. Okay, wait. The west? The west has a little village or the yes. west has the big village? Both. Okay. To the east is just forest. Wow. Okay. To the west right. is a small fo- is a small town named oh. Edge Hill. Okay. And further that on is, is on the road okay. that leads north then, up to the town. Okay. Then what we need to do what I what I suggested was we go that way. Right. With the people that want with to anybody leave. who wants to go with us, and we will act as a sort of a guard for them. Okay. So mm-hmm. so that's going to hold you guys up several days because everybody's not ready to like leave right now. Oh, well. All right. So you guys are ready to move on. Yep. Yes. All right, so you guys, a few days later, we're in the village of Edge Hill. Your fellow townsfolk are there. You get there. This is just a little wide spot in the road, kind of nothing village, right? Just a few little huts. Doesn't even have a proper burgermeister. We burn it down and move on. (laughs) You stand in the village square, surrounded by laughter, cheering, and raucous celebration. It is the night of the winter solstice, and the day's holy rites have ended. The last of the village's selected livestock have been slaughtered in preparation for the hard months ahead, and the proper veneration of the gods are complete. Now all that remains is to breach a keg of mead and beer and dance around the great bonfires. Presiding over the sacred blazes is the beautiful priest of Loptir, Lord of the Flames. So this woman, who everybody just calls the Red Woman, uh, is this traveling cleric of the Lord of the Flames, right? The the sort of, not an evil god. Don't think evil with Lord of the Flames. He's just kind of symbolic of life and renewal and all this stuff. Mm. And she's this gorgeous woman all in these red robes. And when you guys get out of Barovia, obviously you find it's winter outside of Barovia. It wasn't winter inside, but when this when when you guys broke Strahd's spell, it, it started to get colder right away. Like everybody noticed, you know, winter... Moving into the the village, right. and once you guys get out, so you guys would leave past this big gate, this giant gate that's out in the woods that blocks the road, but like you can walk around it, like it's just these two statues with a big gate between them, big. and nobody could get past that, right? You guys go past it, and all the villagers are looking around, like holy cow, you know, and you guys reach this town, and now it's midwinter. The cleric is dressed in her scarlet vestments, a crown of brass encircling her head. The fire's heat is greatly welcome, for the past few days have been abysmally cold. Despite the frigid temperature, no snow has fallen, and the air seems almost unnaturally dry for this time of year. It is as if the world was holding back its moisture in preparation for the great blizzard yet to come. Suddenly, the merriment is shattered by an agonizing scream. A villager bursts from her home, her child wrapped in her arms. At her heels is a short, gnarled creature with a glittering knife in its hands. Out of the shadows surrounding the village square rush several more of these small humanoids. The light of the bonfires glitters on their bared steel, and murder shines in their eyes. The square erupts in chaos as the menaces fall upon the villagers, and people flee for their lives. Here's a picture of one of the red caps that are coming out to attack you. Fear not, villagers. I shall protect you from this evil. Like a small dwarf. Everybody, um... I join in and start raising... You're gonna help them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Everybody roll for initiative. 
Gimbo North the Gnome here. While the lad's set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Although Mighty Deeds is produced dirt cheap, there are still costs associated with making the show. If you would like to support the program, go to patreon.com forward slash Mighty Deeds Pod. If you'll throw a few silver smurdukes in the lad's treasure chest, we'll try to reward you by naming an NPC after you or something like that. Enough talk to battle! Okay, so these guys are red caps, which means they look like little gnome men mm-hmm. with big scythes and red hats mm-hmm. that are dripping with blood. Mm-hmm. Blood. Like their blood. Mm-hmm. Are we in the town square? Yes, this like, is the bonfire. There's a bunch of civilians running everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never seen red caps before, right? Um... Roll 3d6 under your intelligence. I mean, you may have heard legends of them. They're fairy types. They are. Oh, I barely made it. 13. You have heard of them. They are malicious fey creatures from the realm of fairy. No, not related to dwarves at all. Okay. Are these empty bases also red caps? They are from. No, the the empty bases are innocent villagers. They are from the unseely court. Running for their lives. They are from the unseely court. So this is the woman with the child in her arms that just burst out of her little hut and this thing is chasing her down. And then there are like some other random villagers running in every direction as these things close in on the village. Uh, Irina, you're first, what do you do? Um, Okay, so that orange one's a bad guy, right? It is. There's no like leader, right? You do not see a leader, no. Okay, so I'm gonna run to the the orange one and attack it. Okay, so can you move her? Oh, I only got a six. A six is gonna be a miss. A six hits. I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> that would be really funny. That would be nice. Uh, Nigel. They're not unholy, are they? No, as Faye, they would not be unholy. Hmm. Oh, well, um, I think I'm gonna go for a paralysis on them. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. No. One. You got a one? I got a one. Does it say anything about spell misfire? I guess that doesn't happen no, for clerics, right? No, no. But you get disapproval. So roll your disapproval, and then you can still move. Was he able to roll a D4. Was he able to reconcile with his god? Yes, it just, it's next day. You're, his mercies are new every morning. No <laughs> mortal can encompass the proof. Fundity of law enough to please Danthar at all times. Now the cleric must pray and meditate for at least one hour to reestablish himself as an agent of the law. If he fails to do this within 120 minutes, he takes a negative one penalty penalty to all spell checks until the hour's meditation and prayer is complete. 120 minutes is very specific. Okay. You have have 119 minutes left. Uh, Are you going to move at all? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll try and go in front of the villager there. That one. You're going to stand over here? Yeah, I'm going to go between him and the villager. Okay. The red cap and the villager. Okay. So, like, right there. Like this one? Yeah. Ah, I see what you're doing. Okay. Kind of block it off. All right. Albert. All right. This, where's this one going? Uh, probably chasing this guy. I'm going to go for that one. Can I make that? Oh, like run up to him? Mm, how far is that? That's a little too far to, to run that far. How far is that? It's 42 feet. 50 or more. Choking cloud. Oh, you're going to cast choking cloud we're out? Gonna, okay. We're going to try this spell out. All right. Give it a roll. 
seven. You have a ring. Lost. <laughs> Don't. We've only got one more use out of that ring. And yeah, well, no, 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 you did kill a vampire with it. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to do that right now. So you just lose the spell? Yes. Okay. Uh, are you going to move it all? Yeah. I moved you a little bit. You want to move towards it? Yep. Okay. All right. Abramovich. Yes. Abramovich charges forward with a primal scream and brings his, uh, and cleaves his Y-hander through this red cap. Scoring a natural one! Oh no! What's your crit table, son? Or your, uh, what's your fumble die? My fumble die is a D16. Oh, oh lord. Yes. And this is how the entire party died to red caps. Yes. Oh no. It only goes up to 16. Oh no. Go ahead, roll. Cool. Seven. You drop your weapon. You must retrieve it or draw a new one on your next action. That's not that bad. Yeah, that's considering what it could have been. That's definitely not that bad. All right, so uh, this one is blocked by you, and so he's going to attack you. That's fine. Uh, he's in full plate. Prepare to bounce off my I'm at plus two. 17? Just tell me if it hits you. Yes, Dad. I'm pretty sure that that... You take five points of damage. Uh, this one runs up to this guy. He doesn't even try and get the guy who failed. Oh, he rolled a three. He falls. Yeah, he doesn't get it. This one's going to attack Arena. 16, 17. Miss. 18? Oh, no, 18. 17. 17 misses. Okay. Holy hot dang. What are you wearing over there? What are you wearing over my, there? My sexy danger lady armor. Yeah, really? What'd you get? 11. I think that's it. Wait oh. a second. Do you have a plus? What'd you roll? I have a plus two. What'd you roll? I rolled a nine, oh, okay. Jason. I, I saw a, a six. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, 11's all right. It works. Oh, gosh. What would he need armor for? I don't care. I got healing spells. You take five points of damage. Suck it. Uh, this one is going to run towards Sully, but not get to him. All right. Irina. Okay. I'm going to yeah, swing it. The red cap again. Oh, uh, net one. All right. What's your fumble die? Yeah. Uh, D16. I have it. 14. I would like to state for the record that we killed a vampire, and now we're going to die to no Like a... T- like a turtle on its back, you slip and land upside down, flailing about and unable to right yourself. You must fight from the prone position for the next round before you can recover your balance and rise. All right. I like how you don't flip onto your back. You flip upside down. Like, literally, you're on your head right now. <laughs> I think it means on your back. You know. At least I have a cool hat now. Work with us, Jason. Clearly Dancing fish style. The Benny Hill yakety okay, smack. Let's see if I can... The, the Benny Hill yakety smack music plays as your character hits the ground. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's see if I can not roll a one. We've only had three at the table. So right. Far. Everybody roll one in the same round. It's just. You're doomed, by the way, oh, I know. Sully. I just want to let you know now. Okay, so you're attacking this red cap adjacent to you. Yes, I'm gonna cast paralysis on it again. Okay. Two now. Mostly, you cast paralysis on your weapon. Depending on your result. Depending on my result yeah. is, is what it's going to come down to. Oh, oh, that's that's more than one. It's 13 <laughs> plus four. So 17. The clerk's hands and melee weapons are charged with the energy of paralysis. The charge remains for 1d4 plus CL rounds, character level rounds. Mm-hmm. So two rounds. Any attack by the cleric during this period delivers normal damage plus paralysis if the target fails a will save. The paralyzed creature is unable to move or take any okay. actions for 1d6 plus. Character. All right, but you're not going to move. You just cast a spell. I cast a spell and now okay. I'm going to attack, attack next round. Hug him. <laughs> Touch his face. Okay. Touch his face gingerly. Uh, Albert. 
Uh, can I make him now? Yeah. Do it. And if I can put myself between the two of them, that would be the most ideal. Okay. Kind of between them. Okay. That was pretty well, long. And encourage the citizen to either flee or get behind me. Oh, yeah. I guess he gets his move, too. But now, oh, he'd get an attack of opportunity. He's not being engaged. He did. Of course he is. This guy attacked him. No, 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 no. That doesn't mean he's engaged. He could have been running away. No, it, this guy is, they're locked in combat. Um, 16, 17, 18, Hit. 19. Eight. Eight points of damage? Yes. Okay. You kill it. Okay, so so you run up, you hit this little garden gnome kind of thing with your uh, magic sword. Yep. And uh, yeah, you just slice him right through the spine. He goes down. Uh, Abramovich. Abramovich uh, draws his bastard sword and slams it down with all his might. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you're carrying the two-handed sword. Yes. And the Mace of Terror. Yes. And you want to have a couple bastard swords across your back, too? I think it's a little it's a little hey, too metal, hey. man. Uh, Arena can carry it's two melee weapons, up to three melee weapons, and a ranged weapon. It's right, very right, metal, right. and it's very cool. Okay, all right, sure. He reaches into his golf club, a golf bag yes. across his back, <laughs> yes. pulls out yet another sword. Pulls out a bastard sword, slams it down, but the red cap just dodges it easily. All right, Absolutely. one of them attacks Abramovich. Five, he misses. Yep. One of them attacks... Oh, Nobody. he's dead. One of them attacks the cleric, misses. Uh, one of them attacks Irina. I'm going to give him a dice up because you're on the ground. Oh, no. Oh, critical hit. All right. So I, know, I feel like they hit points. your hand. So you take three points of damage. Okay. Shouldn't he be a, a die up on the crit table too? <laughs> wow, Luke. Whose side are you on? Shouldn't you just give him... I would like to take this opportunity Giant to say, shut up, Luke. <laughs> and he got maximum crit. Oh, that's going to be good. The strike cuts a line down the foe's face. He or she is blinded by blood for 1d4 rounds. Oh, you're lucky. Irina is not having a good time over here, guys. That's tough. Somebody needs to get over there and help old Irina. She's blinded for three rounds, and she can't get up until next round. All right. Um, this guy takes off running. Yeah. She keeps running. He starts running. This guy runs to intercept him. And Irina. All I can do is get up. She's like, I'm like you can't even get up this round, right? Didn't it say you have to I think fight he, from your back for one I round? I think he has to, if he wanted to fight, yes. I think oh, okay. So you're up. just going to get, get up and try to wipe blood out of your eyes? Okay. Yeah. All right. Stupid, stupid red caps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nigel. Once I find you, <laughs> uh, do I just have to touch him? I like how, If it's on my hands, do I actually have to like... Go? You might as well attack okay. is the thing, because then you can do damage and paralyze. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, 14. 14 is the magic number. Then I hit. Okay. Four, two. He killed it. He had one. Oh, well, there you go. Feels okay. like a waste of a spell. All right. This is really messing me up. Turn I'll him turn, around the I'll other turn way. around next time. No, turn around now. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Let me, let me do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Let me do it. Hurry up. Let me do it. Albert. <laughs> let me do it. Albert, you're up. Let me do it. I'm going to attack this one over here to protect that citizen. Oh, you're going to run over here? Okay, Yar. yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventeen on the dice. Seventeen hits. Five. He had three. Nice. You guys are killing machines out here. Holy smokes! Except for Irina. 
Um, and uh, oh, Bromovich. All right, Bromovich yeah. uses. Uh, could I grab my right-hander and attack in the same turn? Um, you're gonna drop the bastard sword. Yes. Cool. Okay, so I reach over, grab my. Uh, drop your bastard sword. Pick up your right-hander. And slash. Love it. Yeah. Oh, 18. almost a crit, mm. uh, but that's definitely a hit, right? Right. Uh, 11 points of damage. <laughs> so okay. cleave through it and he explodes. Right, right, right. The front of this commoner's house is just coated in blood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big his, blood splatter his scene. Just, like, slowly floats to the ground, tattered. Albert. Again? No, wait, am I going wrong now? Yes. yes. Now I've been messed Your up permanently. Turn. This is the Judge. beginning. Yes. Okay, Judge. my go. Your turn. Um. All that's left is the one that can attack me. Yeah. Uh, I gave him a dice up because you were... On Probably. the ground, now I'm giving him one because you're blinded. Why don't you just give him two dice up? Yeah. I know, right? Give him advantage. Why don't you just guarantee a crit? Yeah. I got a 19, so I got you. Don't worry. I, I'll i save you. Four points of damage? Are you, Are you still yeah. up? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, he's got 20 hundred health. Your turn. Yeah, wait. He is locked in combat with you, but because you're blinded, I don't think you get a parting shot as he runs off between the... Cuts into the oh, darkness. Sure. All right, fine. Okay, so he takes off running. You guys kind of search the area, but he's disappeared. Mm. Oh, he didn't want to stay. Irina me. sets fire to the entire village. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're no. on with rays in the no. place to the ground. <laughs> Filled with pure rage. <laughs> As the battle rages in the village, a great shadow falls upon you, blocking out the silvery moonlight. A quick glance above you reveals an astounding sight. Passing through the air to the west of the village is a glittering mass of ice that momentarily obscures the moon. This hill-sized monstrosity, the angled shape of ruined structures protruding from its top, moves slowly southwards. Several other villagers cry out in alarm and point towards the gleaming oddity, but the battle around you quickly draws your attention back to more lethal matters. I should have read that a round or two ago, but there you go. Okay. Irina is on the ground... And all, all anyone hears is, where are my glasses? I can't do anything without my glasses. <laughs> no, she's got to go jinkies. <laughs> so what, is this like a, just a piece of ice with some structures on top of it? It's like a floating ice island. Okay. And as you guys are busy fighting, you kind of see it pass across the moon. And it's like... Night Irina. Irina doesn't see it. All the rest of you see it. Block out the light, silvery light of the moon for a minute, and several villagers cry out. You guys clear the square. Yes. And you guys help the villagers who've been injured. Now, what do you do next? I immediately go up and try and help Irina, but I forget I have paralysis hands, so I... <laughs> I'll, I'll so I just take her not saying anything and looking at me the same way as... <laughs> Except she goes, I can do. she goes, I can't find glasses. <laughs> what was that? I couldn't understand you. Drinkers. <laughs> nice. I'll just take that as a yes. You want me to lay on hands. Drink- Anywhere in particular? Drinkers. Oh, right there. <laughs> I, don't know I didn't so want you, to. You heal her forehead. <laughs> Uh, yep, 12 on the die. Because that's a 15. Yes, 15, 16. So 16, we're the same. Three dice. Nice. I'm at full health. Can one heal one. oneself mm-hmm. with lay on hands? You certainly can. Okay. I'm going to heal myself as well. Okay, so the people start to come back into the village square. Yes. And this woman is holding her 
child. Yes. You guys go up and take a look at the child, mm-hmm. and it's alive. Yes. It's like three. It's not like a baby. Okay. Right? She's holding this three-year-old child. It's alive, but it won't wake up. Its skin looks very pallid, and you notice these black marks, like, on its arms. Amputate. Wow. <laughs> okay. Really? Man. I don't mean to be rude, but if you allow me to look at the child, I might be able to see if I can help at all. Okay, Irina so roll uh, 2d6 and get your... Uh, 2d6. Get your intelligence or less. Oh, yeah, I think I did that. Okay. This does not look like any normal disease that you've ever heard of. Right. You do notice um, the black marks look like one of the marks, especially on the child's arm, looks like a handprint. Right. Of about the size of these little gnome men that you just slaughtered. Right. Hmm. That, okay. ma'am, is a changeling. What you need to do is you need to put it in a cage above a, above a fire. You just grab it and, and throw then, it in the bonfire. <laughs> and then your baby will come back. Wow. It'll be fine. Harsh. That's how you get rid it of changelings. It is the grim, dark world of Dungeon Crawl Classics. <laughs> I know. Irina goes, yep, that's a baby. <laughs> Definitely want to help is this people. like the witch thing? They float or drown. We definitely want to help these people, but if we don't have the knowledge to help them at all, I mean, maybe we should. They probably won't help us, but maybe we could try to learn how they did this, and maybe if they can reverse it. I mean, or we can bargain with these people. And I don't mean to be rude, but I heal diseases all the time. You know, you guys came to me. I rubbed a little poultice on your face. I believe that you heal diseases all the time. I do. Chlamydia, especially um, for me. Can we? <laughs> you find that you cannot heal the child. I cannot heal the can child. Can I feel the marks on the cow the arm? Do they yes. feel cold? Um, the whole child feels cold. Okay. Uh, like colder than normal. Um, roll three d six and try to get your intelligence or less. Yes. It. I rolled an eight. The marks do feel a little bit colder. Uh, it almost looks like frostbite. Right. Oh, okay. Mm. I want to try to discern, like, whether or not this child is dying, uh, or if it's just, like, being converted into some kind of monster. Okay, that's a good impulse, but something has to happen story-wise. Okay. So, this peddler comes up. Always a peddler. Yeah, yeah. Peddler of deception? (laughs) Always uh, the peddler, never the peddled. And, um... You know, he he comes over and he's looking and he's like this this older, very grubby looking guy, like half of his nose got cut off somewhere along the line. He's got the mutton chops going on. He's seen some stuff. He's seen some stuff. And uh, he pedals from town town to town around here. And he says, so the curse has come to Edge Hill. I feel like you drink and you know things. (laughs) That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Yes, it seems like it. There's a curse that's been sweeping across this part of the land of the eight cities. Another one. Children in the middle of the night. I've never heard any stories about these strange little red-hatted monsters. And he points at one of the corpses. But in different cities around the area, people have been waking up and, and finding their children have lapsed into some kind of oh, a coma. And they're cold to the touch, and and no one can find a way to wake them. The priests have been traveling from village to village trying to rescue these people, but no one has been able to 
figure out what ails them. I wonder if it has something to do with that sinister floating island we saw. Well, not our problem. Off to the big city. <laughs> okay, and we'll see what happens next time. So you guys can no. you guys gonna follow Nigel and no. I mean, what are we grab the dwarves. What are we? Uh, to do? No, Nigel, we're gonna try to help. I mean, that's what we do. Uh, we, we did break, try and help, and we we couldn't. break curses um, and we drink. And right now, I don't have anything to drink. Suddenly, you as you guys are all as you guys are all talking about what you should do, Abramovich is about to ask a question the red priestess comes up. Like, like you guys are all talking and suddenly you hear her voice. An evil is upon us. One that bears with it the chilling touch of dread. The night is dark and full of terrors. These foul things we've defeated here on this night that marks the great conflict between the brilliance and life-giving heat of fire and the cold, life-stealing force of ice. They serve malevolent powers. Loftier, the Lord of Flame, demands this frigid foe be brought low. You, and she points at the four of you, have shown yourselves worthy of bearing Loftier's blessing. Of all gathered here this night, only you demonstrated the metal required by he of the flickering flames, to be worthy champions of the forces of heat. Will you take up the sacred fire and quench this icy evil that threatens our land? Uh, I'm going to go with no. Danthar would disapprove of me taking the <clears throat> god on. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll help out, but I'm not going to take the blessing of Quick whatever this me. is. How quick? How man, How quickly was this ice? I've already got disapproval enough with this god. I'm mean, I gotta pray for like twelve hours now. Okay, so Abramovich is wondering how fast did it look like this thing was moving? It looked slower than a ship. I mean, it was not move. It, it was not moving as fast as like a fast cloud. So you don't. Th- you think maybe if you had horses, you could try to catch it. Um, is, is if uh, that's what you're asking? It's gonna have have a have to have an hour head start. Oh, because you got to do your praying? Yeah. It's Which, by have the it. way, I'm going to go and do it right now. Unless you do your praying from the back of the horse. Mm. Is that possible? Let somebody lead your pony and you just... You can sit on the back of my horse. He has his own war horn. War, I, do, war I do have war pony with me. Oh, true. Yeah. You got to name this thing, Jason. Come on. Yeah, it's war pony. No. Our dwarves are very... <laughs> Literal. Is that like Literal battle cat from, yes. from He-Man war pony? Yes. Okay. We just said we have a cat, we name it cat. We have a dog, we name it dog. Okay. Uh, Loptir is the name of a deity? Yes. It's her deity? Yes. It is. He is the Lord of Flames. He's worshipped through... Uh, yeah. There's lots of people who follow him throughout the eight cities. Uh, see, that's your problem right there. Dan you don't have to take the blessing. Do the rest of you guys want to accept the blessing of the Lord of Flame? Wait, what? The blessing? Yes. She wants to give you the blessing of the Lord of Flame and then send you against this icy menace. Uh, well, well, because the night is dark. And full, full of, of terror. Well, the night is dark and full of terrors. You're always saying you don't have any female friends, and this is why. What did I do wrong? Well, maybe stop telling people the night is dark and full of terrors. The night is dark and full of terrors. Everyone knows that. Yeah, but still, just try to be, like, more natural and conversational. More about this blessing of the flame nonsense. Exactly. If the party agrees, the priest calls upon the divine essence of Loptir 
Streamers of fire slither from the burning torch to caress the PC's forehead. They feel their bodies warm pleasantly as if consuming a drought of potent liquor on a cold night. Their eyes crackle briefly with fire and become preternaturally aware of their new abilities. So basically you get some um, limited use. Like you get 15 charges of this special ability that you can use in this adventure. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, I do believe I will be taking the blessing of Loptier today okay. to take on the evil of the Ice I'm sorry, Island. You're not telling us about. <laughs> no, I mean you guys would probably have heard of Loptier. It's not like she's. You don't have to take. It. I oh, think no, it's good I, for I you agree. not to not no, to take it. But the other three take it, and Actually, that happens. These flames come down and fall into your eyes. And yeah, you're no, like, I was shaking my head because I I don't think there's a downside to it. I think a, it's only good. Yeah. Wouldn't Abramovich be opposed to that? No, because it's not. It's not like sorcery. Okay. This is like divine magic. Okay, sure. yeah, 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 cool. yeah. So. I mean, you do worship a god, so yeah. You get all these special abilities. The town folk give you some horses. Does anybody not have a horse? I did not buy a horse. I did not buy a horse. Okay, so they give you two horses. You get on the back of your war pony and start oh, praying. Oh, great Danthar. And one of you guys has to lead it. Oh. And you guys start taking off. Okay, so it's like the full moon, a clear, cold night, and you guys taking off across the open lands and uh, we will find out what happens to you guys next time as we start the old gods return next time on our next episode of mighty deeds thanks guys You've been listening to Mighty Deeds, a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, with additional rules from Tales from the Fallen Empire by James Capio, Transylvanian Adventures by Scott Mathis, and the Index Card RPG from Runehammer Games. Our current campaign is set in Fritz Leiber's World of Nawak, in the land of the eight cities, as detailed by Michael Curtis. Tonight's adventure was inspired by The Old God's Return, also by Michael Curtis. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. And join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. No one asked you to stop talking to me like that. Look at what you did. Look at what you made daddy do. I learned it from watching you, okay? (laughs) How'd you learn to roll so bad? I learned it from watching you. (laughs) No! Oh my gosh, Raid Shadow Legends. Brought to you by... <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by Raids... Yeah, don't start a, a big... Yeah, that's right. We're sponsored by Squarespace. Yeah. If you need... <laughs> Chex Mix. It's the best snack food in the land. You know what I love? A good old Blue Apron meal. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I don't care if I like the product or not. I'll sponsor it as long as it's not Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> that's not saying a lot. Bubba's Anal Plugs. Sponsored by Manscaped. Lawnmower 3.0.